Welcome to the BCHL Podcast presented by Subway. Brett Mutis here from BCHL Communications and we are headed to round three, the league semifinals, which start Friday night in Prince George and Saturday night in Wenatchee. This weekend also brings the start of the NCAA Men's Hockey Tournament and there are nearly 70 former BCHLers taking part on the road to the Frozen Four. Check the BCHL website and league social media for the details on who's playing and when this weekend. Back to the BCHL playoffs as the Victoria Grizzlies are up in Prince George for games 1 and 2 against the Spruce Kings. And in Wenatchee, the Wild hosts the Vernon Vipers for games 1 and 2 and they get going on Saturday. There is also breaking league news as of Friday morning as the Surrey Eagles, the odd team out in this year's postseason, have hired Cam Keith as their new head coach and associate general manager. The former Trail Smoke Eaters bench boss joined the Chilliwack Chiefs in their run to the RBC Cup last spring and was with the Chiefs this year as well as an assistant coach under Brian Maloney. On to our first interview segment this week. Jesse Adamson tracked down Prince George Spruce King standout defenseman and 2019 NHL draft hopeful Leighton Ahak to talk about PG's 8-1 record so far in the playoffs and the team mentality that has taken root for the Spruce Kings as they try to get to the top of the BCHL mountain after making the finals a year ago. I think just, you know, everyone's been buying in. We've been uh, executing our game plan and I mean, when we do that, we're going to have a ton of success. So we've been we've done a good job of doing that. So you personally, you've been chipping in on offense. Uh, you have seven points in nine games. Uh, is that something that you made a conscious conscious effort to do heading into the playoffs, or or has it just been coming to you uh, naturally? Uh, I'm just trying to play my game, really. Um, I mean, I want to win. That that's really what I want. So I don't really care about. So your team in the regular season, you guys gave up by far the least amount of goals, uh, and that's carried on to the playoffs. Uh, your goalie, Logan Neaton, he's been a big part of that. Um, he had the best goals against in the regular season, most shutouts, uh, and he's doing the same in the playoffs. What's impressed you about his game, and, and what does he mean to the team this year? Uh, he's a huge part. He's the... Uh... You know, he's like the wall at the last line of defense, and he's done a hell of a job just just helping our D out. Um, even just in the locker room, he's super supportive. Um, unbelievable goalie. Um, couldn't, couldn't ask for anyone better. So, well, you mentioned he's how. Our team. Oh, sorry to interrupt you. Uh, he, uh, you mentioned how he's helped the D out a lot, but uh, you guys have helped him out a lot too this year. Um, you guys, you seem to rarely give up more than twenty shots in a game. How are you able to prevent teams from getting in close and kind of stopping them from getting quality chances so consistently? Uh, I think it's just our, the way we play. Um, we play a lot of detail and in our game plan, so that's shots, um, and we keep the guys to the outside. So um, really, it's, it's our game plan. So I know you're focused on the playoffs at the moment, but I just wanted to ask you about uh, this summer. Uh, you're actually ranked by NHL Central Scouting ahead of the draft in June. Uh, obviously, there's a good chance you could hear your name called by one of the teams. Is this something that you allow yourself to think about during the season, or do you try your best to kind of keep it out of your mind? Uh, I try my best to keep it out of my mind. Um, right now, it's it's really not on my mind at all. I'm kind of just, just trying to win with the team. Um, that's, that's really all I want. With the draft in Vancouver, do you have any plans? Um, since you're a local boy, do you have any plans of, of attending? Uh, yeah, I'll be there. Um, I'm excited, but uh, like I said, it's just 
I'm I'm busy worrying about um, what's here in Prince George and, and playoff and our playoff run. Uh, so you're you're also committed to Ohio State. Um, what what was that decision making process like, and why did you ultimately choose that program? Um, yeah, it was a pro- I, had a, I was looking at a different a, a few different schools, um, some smaller schools, some bigger schools, um, but Ohio State stood out as is one that you know they they want success out of their guys, and, and obviously that's what what I wanted of myself um, individual success, but also team success. Um, they're they're in the top ten. So they've been in the top ten for the past two years, and the campus is unreal. The coaching staff is unreal. It's just just the ideal situation, and I'm I'm really looking forward to my time there. Yeah, they're uh, they'll they'll be participating in the NCAA tournament. Are you going to be following that one closely? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Uh, so just quickly bring it back to the BCHL now. Here, uh, you guys are taking on the Victoria Grizzlies in round three. Uh, they have the league, leave, the sorry, the league MVP and scoring champion Alex Newhook. What's the scouting report on him, and what do you guys have to do to try and slow him down? Uh, he's obviously a, a very elite player. Uh, he's incredibly fast and incredibly smart. So I mean, we just got to execute our game plan. At the end of the day, if we play the way we want to play, um, we shouldn't have any issues. So. And so this is a matchup of the top offense during the regular season with the Grizzlies and uh, the top defense in, in your team. So what what kind of hockey are you expecting from this series? Uh, I think it'll be pretty competitive, pretty intense. Uh, obviously two good teams going at it. Um, but like I said, we're just, we're just playing our game plan. We should have a ton of success. That was late Nahak in conversation this week with Jesse Adamson. On to our BCHL Player of the Week now, and it was Victoria Grizzlies forward Riley Hughes taking the honors this time around. One of four NHL-drafted players in the BCHL this past season, the native of Westwood, Massachusetts, and a New York Rangers draft pick, picked up a goal and six helpers in four games to help the Grizzlies pass the Powell River Kings in a series that went the distance. Hughes was a guest on TSN 1040 this week with hosts Matt Sakaris and Blake Price, and they started out discussing the tight series win over Powell River. Sounded like a awfully tight series you guys had there yes. earlier this week against. Yes, it was. Yeah, tell us uh, tell us a little bit about advancing in seven games. Well, obviously everybody's super excited. Powell River's the hands down biggest rival in the league, and has been that way the last couple of years. And um, so they. They knocked Victoria out of the playoffs last year, so a lot of guys, you know, were still thinking about that that game when they knocked them out, game five in OT. And um, we played the we played their first game of the year, their home opener, and um, they were playing highlights from the series on their on their screen <laughs> before the game of them beating us in game five, and guys were fuming, and then they raised the banner, Island Champions, and then they ended up. We went up three nothing, and they ended up coming back and beating us. And then they had our number all season. We went two and six versus them. Um, so that it was just a team that we hated all series, all season, and it was so nice to beat them finally. Well, you didn't just beat them; you waxed them pretty good. Six one. You had a you had a goal and a couple of assists. Just break us down the game since you've done such a great job breaking down the rivalry and the season series. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. The guys just—the guys wanted it so bad. Um, 
I didn't know. I didn't even know how bad guys wanted it until the series started. Um, you know, they were guys were devastated after losses and um, after wins, they were going crazy. So it was it was cool to see how into it a lot of our players were and uh, how much it meant to all of them. Which I think everybody started buying in even more after seeing that from the from the older veteran players that have been playing Powell River for the last couple of years. So we went into Game Seven. Um, we had home ice, which is very nice, and the guys were just fired up. They just wanted they just wanted revenge from last year, and um, we went out and it was pretty. I think it was pretty crucial. We scored the first goal, Berger on the power play, and then Marty Westhaver scored the second to go up two nothing in the first which I think is what we needed. We needed a good start. And then after that, we just took over the game. We ended up scoring, you know, they scored, we scored next to go up 3-1, then they were to go up 3-0, then they made it 3-1. And after that, it was, it was all Victoria, which is nice to see. And that was honestly like, that's what it was like all series. Like we had their number every game. We outplayed them heavily. The only times they were beating us was an OT. They beat us once in regulation, uh, in game six, that was the only time where it seemed like an even game. So, you know, the series, it's, it was definitely a lopsided series, in my opinion. Uh, it shouldn't have gone game seven, but I'm happy that we pulled it off. We're with Riley Hughes, forward Victoria Grizzlies. Yeah, there are tight four-game sweeps sometimes, and this one sounded like it was a lopsided seven-game series in, in some ways as well. Riley, you know what you sound like just listening to your tone of voice? You sound like a hockey player in the playoffs. You sound like you are excited to be doing what you're doing right now. I am. I am. It's definitely It's really cool. This is my first experience playing playoffs in, um, in series. You know, I grew up in the States, and... We would just do one game elimination. Um, that's how it was like in high school. That's how it's like in college too. So it's exciting to be able to play seven game series like you grow up watching NHL. Give us your uh, go back in time if you can uh, spare a thought away from the playoffs for a second because uh, again it sounds yeah, like you have yeah. so much fun. Uh, selected by the New York Rangers in the 2018 draft, and you had to stick around till almost the the very end here. What was that like? I mean, we we talk about the guys at the top all the time. There you are, pick number two hundred sixteen, second from the end. Uh, was it? Yeah. Give us the emotion. I can't I can't imagine what that's like to sit around there. And and did you at one point think, oh, it's just not going to happen? Well, honestly, I went into last season like that wasn't being drafted wasn't on my mind. I was still deciding between I was still deciding what school I want to go to. I hadn't I hadn't officially committed. I, I was still talking to a couple schools and I narrowed it down from there. So that was like that was my focus at the beginning of the year. Just um deciding where I'm gonna go for my next four years after that. So I finally I committed to Northeastern in the fall right before the high school season started. And then they, Central Scouting started coming out with rankings, and I was having a good season. So I got ranked as a C prospect originally, and then the midterm rankings came out, like mid-high school season, and they, I was ranked at like 90 in North America, which, which was a lot better than I thought it would be, just because I hadn't been thinking about it ever. Like, that's not, I don't know, it just wasn't on my mind. I wasn't expecting to be drafted going into the year. I, had a, I didn't have a great year before that. So that was pretty cool, and I was like, I thought that was a pretty big accomplishment on its own. And then it was, wasn't really until the season, my high school season ended, which the season end, like it already ended a couple, like almost a month ago. The season's a lot shorter. 
And then I started talking to a lot of NHL teams. So that's when it kind of clicked in that, like, I might be drafted, and it's definitely a possibility. So when the draft was going by and I had them picked, I was like, oh, that's a bit of a bummer. But it was I wasn't freaking out because it's not like I was expecting all along my whole life that I'm going to be drafted because I was a bit of a late bloomer. So, you know, I was just I was just happy to get drafted in the first place. By the time the seventh round came around, I wasn't, you know, I, I was like, oh, well. The dream is over. I wish I got drafted yeah. now. But, yeah, it's, but it's all right. Like, I didn't think I was going to get drafted at that point. But. But I wasn't, I wasn't like heartbroken about it. I was like, all right, you know, we can get it next year. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't brutal. But like, I can, I can see how it would be a lot worse if you're a player going into the season expecting to be drafted, you know, in the mid rounds, and if you just don't have a great season. So I think, I think it was fine. Um, <laughs> obviously, it would have been nice to go a little earlier, and it's a little bit less stressful because obviously you do want to get drafted. But overall, it, it wasn't brutal. <laughs> like I, I'm still super happy hey. to be drafted now that it's over with. It's the New York Rangers, man. I was going to say it's the Rangers six. and 216th overall. He played 800 games. Michael Ryder and Anton Strawman has played over 700 there games you go. from 216 draft yeah. slot. Uh, last question here for you, Riley, but. You guys are on to Prince George. It's quite a travel series now. It's not just uh, on the island. and They've been really rolling. Just the one loss through two playoff series. Breakdown uh, round three and a chance to play for the BCHL championship. Yeah, so we did well versus Prince George in the regular season. We went 2-0 and versus them, which is good for our confidence, I think. But at the same time, we went two and six versus Powell River, and then we beat, just beat them. So it doesn't mean it obviously doesn't mean doesn't mean much, but it's good for our confidence. They've obviously had a lot of rest, and we haven't. So that that's going to play into their favor. Obviously, they have home ice too. They denied a two three two to minimize travel. So you know they definitely they definitely have an upper hand just physically, um, rest wise. But I don't know. Everybody's excited. The team team made it to this part a point of the season two years ago when they lost to Chilliwack, and a lot of the guys. I don't know. This is just a this is a really good team, and everybody wants it. Everybody wants to win. So, I mean, I I don't know. I think I think we have a team that can go all the way. We definitely have the talent, and we have the motivation too. So. Travel-wise, though, it's the schedule is ridiculous. Like nothing I've ever been a part of. We leave yeah. tomorrow at 8 a.m. We get, we arrive in Power, or Prince George at um, nine, I believe, nine at night. We play a game on Friday. Play a game Saturday. We're staying the night, driving home Sunday. Another however many hours, 12, 13. Then we play two games, and it's just we don't have a single day to rest. Yes, if it's not travel. Like there are, we have one day off in between, in between home and away games, and it's a travel day. So it should be interesting for sure. Well, uh, Riley, in this interview, you not only proved your chops as a uh, future hockey analyst. Uh, uh, frankly, um, yeah, you're tell, my, tell Newhook we're done with him. Hey, uh, we, we love Alex, but uh, you know, <laughs> you know, we've got a new talker here on the BCHL report. Uh, works with me.
That's Riley Hughes guesting on TSN 1040 this week with Matt Sakaris and Blake Price. It's time for a quick break now, but we'll be back right after this. At Subway, we're all about making it what you want, even when we're advertising our new $4 Mighty Melts. My piggy bank wants to do it again. Of course he does. Subway's new $4 Mighty Melts are the best. Like the 100% Canadian seasoned turkey with melted cheesiness on a toasted ciabatta bun for just $4. I'm so full of savings, my human's going to need another piggy bank. I hope it's a lady piggy. For a limited time only at participating restaurants, excludes extras plus tax. No additional discounts or coupons may be applied. Get yourself a $4 Mighty Melt at Subway today. Welcome back to the podcast. As we go to our final interview segment and we go behind the bench to catch up with Vernon Vipers assistant coach Kevin Krause, a former Vipers captain and winner of back-to-back national championships as a player in 2009 and 2010, Krause and head coach Mark Ferner have the Vipers back in round three with a chance to get back to the finals for the first time since 2011. This is the second year in a row Vernon has run into Wenatchee in the playoffs and Krause says last year's experience and another season of games with the Wild as division foes is good prep for the Vipers as they head into round three. Uh, I, I think we're a lot more familiar with them this year than we were last year. Um, you know, just having two full seasons with them in our division now um, and having played them six games in playoffs last year, I think a majority of our team knows their team, and I think it's going to go the same way for them. But the, the the turnover is quite heavy for both teams from last year. I think both teams are, are totally two different teams than we saw last year in playoffs. So, you know, I think it'll be an exciting series. Looking just at uh, the numbers, uh, you guys were the number four seed coming into the playoffs. So going straight off that, it's it's not a surprise you find yourself, you know, at this point uh, in, the, in the playoffs. But is it a little bit of a, a surprise? Have you guys grown a bit as a group and figured out some things under the pressure of playoff hockey that's made you a better club now than you were even in the regular season? Yeah, I think the this, this season's you know, for, for us as a whole was the, an interesting one, obviously, with new ownership right off the bat. Um, you know, I think we had five or six players kind of come and go through the Western League and, and go through a, a pretty good spell of injuries. So, you know, our, our team finally started to hit its stride after Christmas and, and into January and February when everyone started to get healthy and, you know, play together. But I certainly, I don't think anyone expected our playoffs to go I guess through the way it has with Penticton and Merritt losing in the first round um, and then us being the, the second highest seed left for the second round and playing trail. So, but, you know, we're, we're chilling right now and happy to be where we are. We're talking with Kevin Krause, the assistant coach from the Vernon Vipers. You mentioned some of the turnover, uh, the roster this year. Josh Prokop and Alex Swetlikoff, a couple guys that uh, moved on and made a choice to go elsewhere during the season. In their absence, who are some players that uh, maybe weren't as big a factor in the offense that had a chance to kind of turn it loose with some opportunity opening up with uh, those guys moving along? I think it, it opened up a, a lot of opportunity for players like Josh Latta, um, Connor Merritt. Um, we picked up Matt Kowalski. He ended up being a, a big part of our offense down the stretch and then just gave a little bit more opportunity some, to some first-year players, uh, Teddy, Teddy Wooding, for instance. But, you know, we still have Jagger Williamson and Jesse Lanza leading the way, but it certainly, you know, those players leaving kind of opened the way, opened some more ice time for some other players. 
We're with Kevin Kraus from the Vernon Vipers. Uh, Kevin, you were the captain of a Vipers team that won the national championship in 2010. Uh, you were part of the group that I think won it in 2009 as well. Uh, what I remember about those teams is, uh, you know, they're Mark Ferner head coach teams, just like this year's group. Didn't necessarily have a ton of guys that were top five or top ten scorers in the league, but played an exceptionally tough game, got uh, good enough goaltending, and defended well as a, as a group. Does this particular group remind you in any way of some of those Vipers teams? At, at times it does. Um, you know, uh, those teams back then, I think it was pretty much just line after line and deep pairing after deep pairing all played the same way. Um, so it was, it was tough to play against us when every night, you know, everybody's coming out playing the exact same way. And our team has shown that at times, um, you know, I think anytime coaching young kids, the consistency is a factor. And as we've gone here, we've got that effort more consistent. And that's something that, you know, any team is going to need to to win a championship. And, you know, we're trying to, to do that with our group. You faced the Wenatchee Wild here in the league semifinals in round three. You said you feel like you're a bit more familiar with them and sort of their style of doing things overall because it's their second year in the league. You do face Saturday and Sunday games down in, in Wenatchee to start where they've been a tough team to play in their own building over the years. Uh, what approach do you take on the road against the Wild to start off the playoffs here? You know, especially to start the game and, and more importantly, every period. Uh, Wenatchee does a really good job with their fans um, getting the atmosphere, getting the building loud, uh, especially in the third period. They do, you know, they cheer for a whole minute in the first period. So starts are going to be key. Uh, we, we've had success down there this season. I think, believe we're 2-1 and one, uh, in their building. And I think they're 2-1 and one in our building. So, you know, both teams are probably feeling comfortable going in on the road, and, and we've been a good road team the last um, couple months here. So, something we look forward to getting in there and trying to take their crowd out of the game. Last thing, just a quick look back at the previous round. You guys were pushed to seven games by the Trail Smoke Eaters, who caught a couple teams by surprise in the playoffs here. Is that test uh, something that you know provides just enough adversity and enough of a, a crucible for you guys to harden into the, the kind of team that, that you need to be to, to go all the way to the, to the league finals? Yeah, I think you have to, you know, appreciate those things that you go through, even going back to the first round, uh, beating Salmon Arm in five. You know, I think every game was, I believe, a one-goal game or I think half of them were overtime games. So maybe that series wasn't as close as it looked on paper. And then going into trail, we, we lose the first two games at home, and I think that was a bit of a an eye-opener for our group, um, just that we can't take anybody lightly. Uh, no matter where they were in the stands in the regular season because come playoff time, everyone deserves uh, to be in that round that they're in and you know, have to take it game by game. That's Vernon Vipers head coach Kevin Krause. And that's going to do it for the podcast this week. For all the latest, check bchl.ca and follow our social media at GoBCHL. This is Brent Mutis from BCHL Communications. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.